0: This week, we're going to be talking about a process we use to work out what we should be focusing on in the e-commerce site weekly, daily, monthly and quarterly. We call it the flying bridge process and we go into it in a little bit detail. We also try to talk through some of the sites that we're running at the moment to get you an idea about the kind of conversations we would have around that site. Now, there's also a PMAX training I did in uh, the show notes. I have put it on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, I tried to put together some information on what's working for us. I'm starting to see some really good results from PMAX, so if you want to have uh, a copy of that, just head over to my LinkedIn link uh, in the show notes, and um, if you ask for a copy, I'll send it over to you. Anyway, without further ado, let's get started. Mm-hmm.
1: Hi Ian, how are you? Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, I'm okay. Good. I'm all
0: good. right. Good. How are you? Oh, I'm all right, yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of getting hotter here, which is quite nice. It must be getting pretty dark there. It's shorter it days. It is dark. And, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Dark kind and of, cold and wet. Shame we can't have the sun at the same time. Yeah. But um, I digress. Um Today, we, would, we want to talk about the management process that we use to run an e-commerce site, and we call it the flying bridge process because it's kind of like an analogy for a large ship and the bridge on a ship is called the flying bridge because it's nice and high up and you kind of get that 90,000-foot view of the business. And effectively, we, we, we brought a few tools together that allowed us to work out you know, what should, we should be looking at you know once a quarter – once every uh, once a month, you know, once a month, and what we should be looking at once a week, and what we should look at every day. Um, because most otherwise, importantly, I, think yeah. I
1: think it's, I think if you flip it on its head, it's, it's most importantly, I think it's what not to look at every day, yeah. Yeah. what not to look at every week, and yeah. what, what to look at every month because there's so much information and data in an e commerce site. You yeah. just you're just completely you're completely lost, you you know. And I think that's why the analogy of the ship is good, because if you're driving a, big, sailing a big you know big boat in the ocean, and you're you're in the engine room, and checking a gauge at the engine room, or looking at something's wrong with the engine, and you, you 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 sailed into a, an iceberg, but if you're you're just, just staring out to sea. Um, you know, and you're ignoring the fact that the uh, the engine's overheating. You know, you're gonna, your engines are going to overheat, aren't they? And mm-hmm. so it's knowing what to look at when. Yeah, and if I you think monitor that's one the, it's a common. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a it's common thing, done. isn't it? Hmm. If you monitor yeah. everything, it's nothing knowing, gets done. Yeah,
1: it's knowing what to look at, um, isn't it? It's, it's knowing what to look at at the right time, and that's and that's the conflict, isn't it? Yeah. And if you try to monitor everything all the time, nothing's going to get done. Nothing's going to get implemented. You focus like you. you know. We said it the other day. Who were we talking about? We said, look, you know, know the numbers. I think it was last week. Yeah. We said, you know, yeah, you, you, know, you got you to gotta understand the numbers, but you got to you got to know what they mean when they, you know, when when the numbers are on the page.
0: Mm.
1: Really, know the numbers isn't 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 uh, very useful. It's it's because you, it's like saying, "Well, I know how crap we are."
0: Yeah. And, and, and like, I think you can break things down into, this, you know, certain things are important to monitor that are easy to monitor. Some things are important to monitor that are hard to monitor. Some things are unimportant to monitor that are easy to monitor, and some things are unimportant to monitor and hard to monitor. So you can end. People end up monitoring the things that are easy to to monitor, even if they're necessarily unimportant. And and that's the difficulty is that sometimes you see people who. Um, like they, 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 you know, like a job will give it. So if you give a job a certain amount of time, the job will fill the time available for it, and you can yeah. very easily fill that time with meaningless uh, work. And that's the the, the the critical thing about being an entrepreneur or, or running an e-commerce site is that it's very easy to go down rabbit holes. And I, I think one of the things I talk to people on the twenty K Core a lot of the time is I'm like. I can just see that they come on with a question, and I'm like, you, "You've gone down a rabbit hole, and you've gone down something that is easy to monitor but unimportant, uh, or at least harms all the time." It's, and the biggest example is um,
1: is when they listen to uh, a customer who has said something in a review, or has fed something back to the customer service team. Um, I know, so you start say something. Oh, it's not clear that you don't deliver on. You know, uh, it's not—it's not clear that you have to choose next day delivery in the checkout. You know, and you—and you, and you, you know—and so all of a sudden, you know, the the—you know, there's you listen to one person, and therefore you might put something on the checkout that says, you know, in red, please note, we do, you know, you must select next day delivery if you want next day delivery, and it's all of a sudden, you know, that it's, it's it kills conversion rate. You've got to be careful about who you listen to. That's not a particularly wonderful example
0: but yeah but you do get a that. Lot you do get that feedback. people kind of changing the whole yeah. operation because they've got a couple of bad comments in the, in the same yeah. week and it's like well you know like you it know it might look not at happen thousands next week of other customers that
1: ha- yeah look at the thousands of customers that haven't said that that have benefited from it and um, yeah you, you, you know, it, it seems to be that the that those those things like that have a lot of weight unnecessarily in the
0: business when they shouldn't do. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So if I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the presentation we kind of go through when we go at fully, and obviously we're not going to have the time to do everything. But do you want to start with the 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 daily yeah. stuff, or do you want to start with the the, yeah. the weekly stuff? Yeah. Okay.
1: No, i start with the daily. I mean, so, so what, what we're saying now is we, we, Mark and I went through all the stats that we, that we look at in an e-commerce business. And and we put it into, well, what, what things that you should look at daily, what you should look at weekly, what you should look at monthly, what you should look at quarterly, and what you should look at biannually. and And I think it's one of the most exciting, interesting things that I think we've done for quite a while. Actually, uh, because it forces you to look at the numbers that matter, and it forces you to to focus on on like you know the tip the you know the tip of the iceberg stuff that's gonna you know and if that's wrong then you go and delve into it further. So the the daily and also you know it's, it's obviously about it's about lack of time. It's about it's about having your biggest bang for the buck. So The daily things that we would look at is the drop by drop report, and the drop by drop report, which I think we talked about last week, which is essentially telling you your daily ROAS mm. on a on a rolling average for new customers, for new customer recruitment, for new customers. Yeah. So you put in very simply, and everybody can can have a, I'm sure can download the you know the, the spreadsheet that we've created. But very simply, you put in the total spend for each of your online channels, you know, Facebook or Google, gives you your total ad spend. And then in another column, you put the total value of new customers, so Mm -hmm. first-time customers. That gives you the overall ROAS. Yeah. And we do it because Mark and I have tried to spend, you know, we've spent the last 20 years trying to get perfect attribution, you know, where we're trying to attribute sales. First click, last click. If they they clicked on this channel three times, the truth of it is, is, it is impossible to come out of an attribution conversation with a logical answer. Yeah. And so we go. We've gone back to what we were doing. Advertisers were doing twenty years ago, where they said, "Well, I spent this um, in a month. I spent, you know, I spent fifty thousand dollars in a month, and I got six hundred thousand dollars of new customers back in that period." You know what? Crack on. I'm happy with that. Go, go, go. Yeah. You know, it's working. I don't know exactly what's working, but overall it's working. So we wanted to do that because you can't analyse every single campaign across every single channel every day. It's just stupid. You can't do no. it. You know, no. it's like you know, you, you, you do nothing else other than focusing on. That. So that's why we came up with the drop by drop report and every day you monitor your overall ROAS. Yeah. And which is simply your ad spend. For the for, uh, versus the new customers you've recruited, and that's what we obsess over. I think that's the, probably the number that we look at when we're running our own e-commerce brands. That's what we look at. Yeah. Every
0: day. Also, also, it's been really useful because I obviously on on one of the other businesses, I run an AdWords agency as well, as well as running the e-commerce site. And in the AdWords agency, I've started to get all my AdWords team to run a drop by drop report for the customers. So when they recommend. Increasing the budget or decreasing the budget based on what, what they're doing. They don't just look at the AdWords account. They're actually looking at the drop by drop and looking at the customers' customer recruitment rate and going, "Oh, hang on a minute. I would normally recommend increasing budget because everything looks good in the account, but actually your recruitment rate isn't where we need to be." Or, you know, vice versa. So all the conversations I'm yeah. having with Danny and people who lead the teams is like they'll say to me, "Look, I'm doing really well." I'll say, "Well, what does what does the drop by drop report say?" It's, "Oh, it, it it looks pretty good." And I'll go, "Okay." Then I would I would I would recommend ex- expanding spend aggressively because now's the window of opportunity. So it's a much better conversation to have with your AdWords team because it's it takes into account the whole business. It's not just kind of one faction. Yeah, it does. You know, you might be looking at finding fantastic res- results on Facebook, but your recruitment robust might look really good, uh, really poor because effectively Facebook might be just going after existing customers, and so. And it, get,
1: and, it, and it factors in the whole conversation about should we bid on brand, how much of our pay-per-click is going for brand. It kind of like, it just, it, it, it just answers that question because really it's, it, it's saying that these are the new customers you've brought in. Yeah. So it's pure recruitment. Yeah. So it's such a simple metric. And I have to say, I think it's been one of the game changers that we've done, especially when you've got some e-commerce businesses where they've got a long buying window. It takes a long time to buy. Yeah, and it's very difficult to track it back to the original device. so uh, anyway, and it's why stupidly don't we do simple it
0: in, it's stupidly simple it's so simple it's stupidly simple
1: and why don't we do it why don't we do it in, in AdWords or Analytics because it doesn't track everything mm. and it doesn't know if it's a first time customer or not yeah so it's it's once you've got it up and running it's stupidly simple yeah and we have obsessed over it so in a nutshell if we if we know that we're achieving the ROAS in the drop by drop report that we want. So obviously we do the margin calculator to tell us what ROAS we need in the business. But if we know that we're hitting the ROAS that we're happy with, you know, we don't need to bother obsessing over conversion rate or average order value or add to basket or search or speed mm. or you know or email. We know that we're hitting a ROAS and and that we're comfortable with. And we know we can push more. So mm. so we obsess over this drop-by-drop drop. Um, and because we, we want to do the bare minimum that we can to hit the ROAS we need. So it's only when we don't hit the ROAS that we need is when we start to go into it and go, well, okay, what's happening? Is it conversion? Is it average order value? Yeah. Is it traffic that's dropping? Is it life and customer value? What is it? So it's like that that drop-by-drop drop report covers every decision that
0: you need to make in e-commerce. It covers everything, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Apart from lifetime customer. Yeah, life. and obviously there's a lot of prep that's gone into that number to start with, but it just gives, gives people a steer. And obviously you need to update your target ROAS based on your lifetime customer value and what's happening in the business, your margins and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, that day by day that's what we're looking at. So if we look at yeah. weekly, what are we looking at weekly? So um, Monday morning... Every Monday morning, we're looking at the month delay in the forecast against the tool we use called the target sheet. So we're looking at how we're we doing, how we're we tracking, are we on target to hit what we want to hit? And, um, yeah. you know, we've done this in a lot of our businesses. And that Monday meeting has been the difference between oh, thousands and thousands of revenue because it, well, it, 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 there's, there's trouble is is you get too busy and you think, oh, I'm too busy, too busy, too busy. But actually… You're too busy to not earn a lot of money. That's what it comes down to. Yeah.
1: And what so many times, you know, you, if you if if you chat to, I mean, lots of agencies do this as well, and lots of people internally do this, is you look back historically over the month that you just had, and you go, "Oh, our conversion rate was really poor," mm. you know, or you know, or actually, our ROAS was really good. Yeah. Um, you know, all traffic was, out. and you, you're looking retrospectively, and it's you can't do anything about it. It's so stupidly, you know, frustrating because you you could have done something about it. Mm. And so you know, you sit down. I mean, I, I think maybe this was born out of us being beaten up by us running so many e-commerce businesses that we were like, you know, we had to perform, we had to do it, and, and so we said that you know, every Monday we would review. Where we were, so if it was the, if we were halfway through the month, we simply said, "Well, what's the target for the month, which we'd already mm-hmm. set," and we said, "Okay, well, we should be 50% of that target," and that target was based on, you know, 50,000 sessions a month, average order value of, of 100, conversion rate of five. You know, we are down. You know, we've only got, you know, we're we we're, we're pr- pro rash and predicting to do 60% of our overall target. What are we going to do about it? Yeah, and that's when you then make decisions. You say, Well, right, we need to roll an offer out, we need to push an email campaign out, we need to increase. ROAS. Well, you
0: dig into it, or you dig you into it. ROAS? I mean, a lot of times, you know, when I've been in the month, it's been like maybe 15 days into the month or, or something like that, and I've had to look at an account and and uh, or one of my own accounts, and and I, I've noticed that I'm down. And So, I got look last year, you know, because obviously the target sheet is based on what we did last year. And I'll go, oh, you know, it might be the fact that Easter is in a different month this, month this year. So it'd be like, oh, Easter's in a different month. We've not got that email going out over Easter. So that's fine. So that'll come in next month. Or um, I'll find that, you know, we had a really successful email last, last year and we pushed something with a higher average order value. And this year we've pushed something with a low value. So it gives me a, a real idea of what's happening and why. Whilst I'm still in the month and I can do something about it, because obviously, when the month's ended, yeah. like you look back and go, well, that was a crap month. And you go, well, if I'd looked at it then, I'd realized it was the email I sent out. And I was going to send another email out, which is going to be a blog post. Whereas last year, I sent out two of these. And therefore, I'm behind on my figures. And I'm already behind on my target sheet. And I'm going to have to pick that up at some point. So it, yeah. it, it's, it, or, you know, is there something else? You know, is it one of the channels that's down? Is it something that's not performing? Perhaps you're not sending as so much traffic from one channel. Like what's what, what's happening, and and then yeah. um, it's very nice to know if you're on target because then you can relax and you go right, we're good, everything's yeah. okay.
1: And I think I think the analogy the analogy is is that you know you do something about it whilst you can. Don't just sit back mm. and wait until the end of the month end of the month to go and say, oh, we didn't hit revenue. Mm. Well, of course you're not going to hit revenue because. One of the metrics was down. It was traffic, it was conversion. it was out of the order
0: Yeah. And what gets measured? Yeah, what, was it? what gets measured and seen improves. Um but the trouble is, is that when you measure and see too many things, you dilute it. So you've got to be very careful what you measure and, 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 <laughs> and you look at. Because like I've i I've done this before. Like I've gone, oh well we measured that and that improved. Great. Why don't we start measuring all this other stuff? And then you point you get to a point where you kind of just you get the report and you see it's failing and you're like, uh, well, so what? You know, too, too many questions. speakers too many. Nobody, nobody really so only, focuses on it. I think
1: it, the key. I know, and I think the key. The key is to have is just the things that are the tip of the iceberg. That if they're failing, then you delve in deeper yeah. it, when you need to. And I think that these the, the two. I, I mean, there are other things in a week that we would suggest looking at. Yeah. um like the bounce rate and the and this is when you flip the outer basket down and the basket to order down and the average order value and search that now and there's, there's probably one or two other things in there but the main the main one is that is pro looking at that target sheet pro rata mm. and saying where are we against the target that we set ourselves for this month yeah you know we're halfway through. We're, we're down. What are we going to do about it? And ha- and have the have the things ready mm. to know what levers you can pull. Yeah,
0: and part of the because bigger drop-by-drop drop is, is those reports. We get yes. those key reports coming from Google Analytics, but they're mostly kind of like the which truth. which are the top products this week, which are the top exit pages this week, and which are the top search yeah. terms. You know, it's very simple yeah. stuff, but it, it, it focuses your attention on the 80% of the uh, revenue that's been driven by 20% of the yeah. products. So you know, yeah, intense, right?
1: that's it. So the, the truth of it is, you you trade your way to grow. Mm. You know, you you, know, you hustle and you push and you push hard. And it, and the, so in a nutshell, that's the that's the weekly ones and the month the monthly one. The monthly ones is very much around you. You go through the target sheet. Yeah, and you sit down the first. I mean, we we would normally do the first Monday of the of the month, and we look at we are looking at. The previous month, and you're looking at as an overall, you know, that target sheet will have told you what traffic you should have had last month, what your conversion rate should have been, what your average order value should have been, and it should tell you: did we hit it? Did we hit the target? Did we miss the target? What was down? What was um what was up? And then you're saying, you know, do we need to change course in terms of our roadmap? So that conversation around your roadmap, your dev roadmap. Um, and your marketing robot, your promo calendar, it, you know, do we need to, ch- we, you know, we clearly missed it mm. and we can see why. Do we need to change something about the work we're doing? So that, that roadmap that you've got, that dev list, mm. um, you know, it should be linked very cl- very closely to your target sheet. You know, you're only doing development work in order to influence the KPI that is on that target sheet. So if that KPI on the target sheet says, you were down on your antibasket, You know, we we targeted a six percent basket and we only got a four. Mm-hmm. Then guess what's at the top of your roadmap? Yeah, it's your ad to basket not your lifetime customer value or your average order value. Piece. Yeah. You know, it, it you focus purely around hitting things. Oh yeah, I mean, most of the time, um, you know, people will miss the targets, won't they? <laughs>
0: Most of the time. Well, sometimes people. When yeah. It's very easy when you're doing a target sheet to kind of say, "Yep, I want to do six million, and I'm only doing a hundred grand." And it's like, you know, it's very easy to put those numbers in. Um, and I think that that's that's what we do. We look at. um You know, quarterly is is we actually look at those. Are those realistic? But the target, the, the, the monthly meeting is very much about like, are we hitting the targets? Why did we hit our targets? Why didn't we hit our targets? What do we need? You know, strategically, where can we go and get more traffic from? Do we need to increase um, you yeah, have to basket rate basket to order how does that align with what you're saying with those things and the other thing we, we like to look at is the lifetime customer value and how that's trending because if we've let's say we're trying to recruit let's say we've got a customer or a, a business that's doing very uh, well in terms of customer lifetime value and it's like 600 pounds or 600 dollars is the is the uh, lifetime recruitment uh, customer value and then so and you you're, you're able to recruit on a, a ROAS of like 0.5 or something low, because you know it's going to be really big. You want to know if that lifetime value um, reduces down, because otherwise you're going to make a loss. So you've got to you've got to keep an eye on your lifetime value. Yeah. Uh, over time. We definitely definitely
1: track lifetime customer value on a monthly basis. And the other thing we track on a monthly basis is how many emails are we are yeah. capturing. So what? How big is our list? Is our list growing? Our email yeah. database is that growing? You know, is it? Is it and, that, yeah. and that's another stuff. Because if you don't monitor that, because you, you know, you can't monitor your and customer value every day or even no. a week—that'd be ridiculous. But you, you have—it's such a vital part of your business that you have to monitor how your your retention mm. rate is changing. And it's the same with your your email database. You know, you can't monitor that every day or every week, but you need to monitor it. And if you don't, so Essentially,
0: you have a checklist, mm. and you have a space your spreadsheet. Monthly as well. Now, I have got those six essential split tests that are on any e-commerce site I run, and I will check those split tests. Yeah. One of them ones like is the um, like the pop up, the pop up image and banner and stuff. Like just simple things like that. Where, like, we've got one yeah. on I'm running on the demo site, which is uh, improving the the data capture rate from thirteen percent to mm. sixteen or even twenty percent, and it's just those little things that. You can run review every month, you go, right, that's a better image. That gives me an idea of what people are looking for. That's what's going to convert people better. And you're just learning things. So that you're still in the thick of it every month. And then quarterly, it's more of a kind of um higher level meeting, which is kind of like, you know, what are we doing? So you're revisiting the target sheet. You're going, well, what are the overall trends in revenue? Are our targets too high? Are our targets too low? You know, can we achieve more? Um, what's going on with, with the business? And, 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 you know, what is it that we're trying to do? Because there's, there's nothing, yeah. it's, it's annoying. Like both, if, if your target sheet's too low, it's it becomes a meaningless tool. Like it becomes, because you're like, well, we're smashing our targets. Um, like we're beating them because we've just found an offer that's really working, blah, 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 blah. And it becomes meaningless. The same thing was if the target sheet, you've gone too high. Again, it becomes meaningless because it's unachievable, and therefore, you know, you go, "Well, I haven't hit it on any of the KPIs. I haven't hit it on traffic. I haven't hit it on add to basket. I haven't hit it on basket to order. I haven't hit it on average order value." So it's basically just kind of saying it's the same as someone saying, "Yeah, well, you need too to many, sell more," and it's it's not helpful.
1: Yeah, it is, and a lot lots of times people they create this public sheet at the start and then they never look mm-hmm. at it again. And you're like, "That's not right." You know, you you've got to. It is. It is your whole Bible. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can't. It's not a one-off exercise. It has to become your e-commerce business because it will tell you how to yeah. scale. And if you don't have a target sheet and you don't obsess over it, you end up drifting. Mm. You end up drifting around doing a bit of this, a bit of that. Yeah. And it's very easy to fall into that camp of having a sort of ambiguous, gun approach to your your roadmap. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And it's just a great sense check, and I mean, and basically, that quarterly review—you sit down around the table, and you say, right, like, you know, at what point, you know, are we going to hit the glass ceiling, and you know, and what 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 fundamental things that we need to change because we just we're not going to hit that five million
0: next year. Well, it's, we're just not. it's the quarterly because. meeting is all about understanding what the bottleneck, what the, the what the one constraint is on a business. And, you know, I had, like, an engineering background, right, when I did a degree in mechanical engineering and all that stuff. And and one of the things we used to look at was theory of constraints. And theory of constraints was all about finding out the bottleneck in the production process. And it's the same with any business. It's like there's always a bottleneck that restricts your growth um, at any one time. Now, the bottleneck will move as you improve things. But, like... Um, you know, I can tell what it is in, in in my in some of my agency businesses. For example, I can I can tell you that what the bottleneck is right now is that I don't have enough. Me. Well, it's you, me. I'm the bottleneck. You're the bottleneck. <laughs> and also, like you know, like I couldn't take on um, a load more AdWords accounts at the moment because I haven't got enough um, bandwidth for myself and the team and different stuff. So it becomes the it becomes the bottleneck. But at the, the, the same time, yeah. you know the, that becomes the bottleneck, and then you kind of say, "Well, what do we do about that?" And you say, "Well, that, we're okay with that." Do I want to take that business? Well, I think I think you know,
1: I think from a, from an e-commerce perspective, what what we what we're, the bottlenecks, apart from the obvious ones around you know customer service and things like that, what 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 most what most of the time happens is you know, you you sat doing a, you know I don't know a couple of million. Turnover, and you just can't, you just can't get past. You'll get mm-hmm. stuck. You know, it might be it might be two million, it might be five million, and you know, it's then it's like, well, we're stuck at five million. We cannot we cannot recruit any more customers profitably. You know, we're at the lowest ROAS that we can operate on. We're at three times ROAS. What do we do? And it's that that's the point when the target sheet will tell you. Okay. Well, what would happen if our average order value went from forty to eighty, or our lifetime customer value went from one point five times a year to two point five times a year? What would happen? How how much less traffic would we need in order to to do that? You know, and that's that's when you know that's what the target sheet's useful for. And I know, I know, I've done that so many times where you are once you do that you're you know you, like we said last week you know you're not running into the wind you're running you're running with the wind and it's,
0: it, you've got to tell them here's it and that's where you do a, that here's an interesting with. question to finish up with right so the demo store you know the demo store selling bedding people probably know which one it is um but like what do you like let's do the quarterly meeting now what do you think the bottleneck is for that business at the moment you know we're doing around i don't know 100k a month at the moment you know it's ticking over um it's, it, it, it's running. What is the kind of constraint to that, that, that business right at the moment?
1: The, the constraint is the fact that our ROAS is dipping and it's dipping because our average order value is not high
0: enough. Do you think no? Do you think no? Because, um, the, well, you probably you don't know this, but actually, less, I've been doing a lot of split tests and then ROAS has come up to the recruitment ROAS has come up to about four recently. So it's actually come up a lot. So um, it, I think that that was, the, that was the constraint, but that was more of a kind of like weekly meeting thing that I was watching on the drop-by-drop report and going, oh, I need to do something about this. And that's come up. I think that the, the, the stru- constraint has been stock. That's been one of the big constraints. Well, it has been, yeah. 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 The, the, yeah. To, to grow it. And, and then, but the bottleneck, oh, you're moving around again, it's very loud. Um, the Sorry. I think the bottleneck to that business is ultimately, you know, because obviously we established the business, we've got a good Ross on the front end, the margins are really good. Now it's becoming lifetime customer value. And I think that we've never looked at that. And I think that if we now look at the lifetime customer value and go, if we can get the second sale and make sure we have the second sale and add more stock to actually allow us to get more of the second sale, then we've actually got quite a nice business sitting there, you know, ready to scale. And I think that's kind of like the conversation. See, what I'm trying to show people is the kind of conversation where you go, you, you you work out where the bottleneck is and where it might be and where it might not be. And then you can kind of start doing something about it. So like, I'm and I'm not necessarily sure we're actually at the lifetime customer value conversation for the demo store, but we're close to it. You know, I think that's,
1: well, I, I think I think no, you know, but I mean, actually, in simple terms, you know, we said the lowest ROAS we want we, we want to achieve while we're growing is two point about two point eight, mm. and so if we're getting a ROAS of four. You know, the lifetime customer value is not the bottleneck. In this stage. No Isn't
0: no it, and it's still it's still okay you know, but like you know, I think we know we know we're getting a log stock landing at some point and we've got to go from doing around 3k a day to about 15k a day you know quite quickly and I think that will highlight some of you know like we always say increase the increase the spend until the wheels fall off and I think we will see which wheel well, that's basically which wheel's thing, going yeah. to fall off um very quickly yeah. um and I think the I think I well, think what the, would happen is it would
1: obviously if we get the if we obviously get the lifetime customer value up, you know, and obviously the business hasn't been going that long. It's been only really been going about four months. Mm. Mm. Um, but if we get the lifetime customer value up, you know, the average lifetime customer value across e-commerce is only 1.2 times a year, which is really low, mm. isn't it? When you think, if you get that, if you, if you but it's often a very ignored stat. If you get that to two times a year rather than 1.2, all of a sudden. You can operate on a really low ROAS and
0: still be profitable because
1: you know you've got a life and customer life. And that's obviously a game changer. And then, you know, you can look at, you look at, competitors look at you and go, how the hell are they falling to bid so aggressively on Google Shopping? They're all over the place. Everywhere I look, they're there. Mm. Because they might have a great a great
0: life customer yeah actually. and I actually think that that we're in a slightly better place than some of the other bedding stores because we're selling them to a lot more hotels bed and breakfasts and things like that who have the capacity to buy a lot more product than maybe the one off one yeah. purchase so uh, it, it's 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 very interesting and I think that it, it, when you have that bottleneck conversation, you actually start being very Constructive with where you're going with the business, uh, you know, and it it stems from like you see in that conversation. We mentioned the drop by drop about three or four times because that was effectively what we were looking at every day. And understanding that that was the constraint was like, well, how can we scale? How can we increase the the spend from? Yeah, you know.
1: And I think if you if you think about the one thing, because because I mean, when we're talking about the bedding, the bedding school, the, the, the demo store, you know, we we've done. We've missed so many things. I had I had an email from a, a, a friend of mine telling me that she sent it to the emails, and uh, we left the Clavio demo email in the uh, welcome. <laughs> 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 oh God! So I obviously turned it off. Yeah. But it showed... we it, it, it in a way I laughed because we've
0: done the minimum we need to hit the Roas. We need. and also. And yeah, there's, it's there's, just funny because it's yeah. our demo store. Like, I can go and do things that no one would normally ever let me do. Like, I've, I'm actually split testing showing bad reviews on the product page to see whether they make the conversion rates higher because people believe the other reviews. But like, no one would normally let me do those kind of things. Um, no. The other one
1: was. Oh, you've made a mistake with the stock, haven't you? You've, you've, you've yeah, put
0: stock I made a mistake where it's it it a green tick and it says in stock next day delivery available and i was trying to put another message underneath it was kind of like saying something about um one click payments available but for some reason i made a mistake and i just displayed the stock thing twice like so it looks stupid i was like, oh my god it's stupid but then it actually it actually massively increased the conversion rate because people go i know but that's funny isn't it i I think it's because they go well if if he's saying it's in stock twice it must be in stock
1: yeah. It's funny. I, I, I think I mean in a nutshell what Mark and I are saying here is that, that you know, of all the things that we've said, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, you know, likely customer value, big size of email, they're all really, really important. But the one thing we focused on was that drop by drop report, that rolling drop by drop ROAS. Yeah. And we knew that if we focused on that, everything else would almost take care of itself. Yeah. Um, and because we were really time poor, you know, we were we were running multiple e-commerce brands, you know, running a busy agency, with multiple companies, doing podcasts, you know, taking kids to you know school school every day. were mm. busy, so we didn't have the time. So we focused on the on the on the minimum effort for the greatest return, and that was that drop by yeah. like, drop by drop daily report. And we did obsess over that, and we still are um, getting it. Really, we were getting it to a million, you know, yeah. weren't we? and then once we'll we've got to that point, and then we're going to add the other bits on. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Thank you very much, guys. I hope you've enjoyed the Flying Bridge uh, talk. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some uh, resources in the show notes and uh, we'll speak to you next week.